three, two, one. Welcome, Welcome to, to today's episode. We got to really lay on really, that. What? Okay. Okay. You just am take, I doing the intro? You, or you do the intro this time. Got it. Go ahead. Welcome to Riled Up, guys. This is our third episode, and we are freaking riled. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Wow. Happy Tuesday. I'd like to start by saying I am beyond riled this morning. Why? My heart was pounding at like how many times does it pound in a, in, a, in a minute? Do you know? What am I, a doctor? Uh, okay. I don't know. I, I thought it was, I thought that was like common knowledge, like a healthy heart beats oh, 60 yeah. times, something like that. Anyway, whatever the I health, actually want to know that. Keep going. Whatever the up. healthy amount was, mine was going three times as fast. My blood was like boiling, adrenaline pumping. And do you know why? Because you had morning wood? No. Oh. Well, that could have been it too. Because. I'm refinancing my house oh, in Portland. Oh, here we go. Can I talk to the people about this really quick? Okay. Here comes accountant Matt. No, listen. Listen. Guys, I'm not going to bore you with like refinancing details, I'm but just here's kidding. what happens. I get it. This is actually really ticking me off as well. If you want... Okay, so... A refinance means you want to get a new loan on your property to get a better rate uh, with the bank, right? So I want to refinance the property and they send an appraiser to go to that property to make sure that you have an, that put a value on your home. They see how many bedrooms, how many baths, and they say, yeah, this house is worth a half a million dollars, let's say, or this house is worth a million dollars. They're the person who appraised the value of your home. So long story short, I had the appraisal go up to my house. He called me before he was going and he goes, hey, Matt, uh, this is Paul, your appraiser. I'm going to be at your house uh, in an hour. So I'll see you there. Um, if you have any questions, please feel free to call me or email me. That was his voicemail, right? Super nice guy on the phone. He appraises my property. A week later, he sends the bank the appraisal. He missed some things on the report that I that I noticed. And I called him to ask. I said, hey, dude, you actually missed this because the square footage on the lot was way off by like a couple thousand. And you also messed up on this. Like I was, I noticed things that this guy missed. Doesn't call me back. So annoying. Then. Because like you, all you're wanting is just to be like, hey, dude, um, I see that you made like a little mistake here. Like what? Can, let's just fix yeah, that yeah. because I, this is a huge thing for you. Well, so the, this is this is what I'm getting at, which is pissing me off. Call him, leave a voicemail, does not call me back. I give it a day. Call him again. Hey, Paul, checking in. Please call me when you can. Doesn't call me back. I go to his voicemail he left and found his email. I emailed him and said, hey, Paul, I'd like to talk about this because I need to move forward with this refinance. Please get a hold of me. I need this to happen. Right. This guy is a professional human being. Like he works for a company. He works for it's a company. Like this is just, his job. Yeah. Doesn't email me back. So then I wait for one week. I wait a week with no response. And then I email him again and I say, Paul, I could really I really want a response here. Please get back to me. You said call if I have questions. I have questions. I got concerns. Please get back to me this morning. I cannot with this. I wake up and my banker calls me and says, Hey, Matt, so the appraisal company called and they're kindly requesting you to stop trying to get a hold of the appraiser. As if, as freaking if you're even like going at this dude from like an aggressive standpoint or anything like you have been the nicest, like anybody else would be so PO'd right now. Yes. Any, anyone else would just be like, would literally call and leave a, a nasty voicemail. Yeah, you've been like the nicest human on earth I've about this. I've been so nice Patient. and just simply asking questions because I'm a professional and I'm a business person and I want to know why did you not get this right? Let's talk about it. And for some reason, he's too scared to call me back. And this guy is like a 50-year-old man. And I'm like, you literally, like a little five-year-old, called the bank and said, please tell Matt to stop emailing me. Like, call me yourself, Call bro. me and tell me, hey, dude, let's have the bank figure... Like, I don't know, whatever you want to do, as a like, grown man, just call me or just text me or email me back and say, hey, dude, here's what's going on. So, Paul, the appraiser, if you're listening to this, Paul, call us back. No, call me back. <laughs> That's what this podcast is about. I need Paul. If, if anyone follows Paul, um, no, better but, call Paul, better call Paul. No. But anyway, that I woke up in such a bad mood because I couldn't believe that this 50 year old man, businessman, 
will not call me back. He's like a little kid on the school ground. And you know what I thought about doing? What? I literally thought about posting his phone number on my Instagram story and saying, <laughs> hey, guys, shoot me a text. Send me fan questions here. And then... <laughs> And Can having you his just phone. Please do that. Well, do you no. know what? Can I, do you know what could happen if what? someone does that? Your phone could actually shut down. That, be- that'd be great because it's happened to me before. That could be great for him then. Jeffrey Star leaked my phone number <gasps> in two during Warp Tour days in like 2011 or 12 this, or 13. This happened to me. Jeffrey Star leaked my phone number. And my phone wouldn't stop. And I was like, Jeffrey, take that tweet down or whatever it was. And he, and it was like a joke. He was joking, but it wasn't funny to me. Well, obviously, that's, that's my, so annoying. I had to shut off my phone for like three days because I would turn it on and it would be like thousands of voicemails yeah. and texts and my phone couldn't catch up and it would freeze and it would die. And no. back. Yeah. So anyway, that happened to me before. It's the worst. You want to hear mine like that? Yes. Dude. Okay. So... I was laying in bed and it was probably like three in the morning and I get a text message and I just ignore it. I get another text message. Ding. I get another text message. Ding. And I'm like, God, my mom will not stop texting me. I just figured it was my mom because my mom texts me like 20 times in a row. And I just, if I'm sleeping, I ignore them, obviously. So I get another one. Ding. I'm like, what the hell? So then my phone starts buzzing, like it starts ringing. And I was like, okay, this must be, this must be something serious. So I go to my phone, I open it and I have like four missed calls and I have like 16 text messages and I'm like, what the hell? So this number calls me a random number and I just answer, which like now I would never do. But then this was in like 2006 and this is at three in the morning. So like not a normal hour, not normal hours, three in the morning. I'm like, hello. And this guy's like, hey, does that offer still stand? And I was like, oh, I'm like, wait, what? And I honestly like I was so freaked out. My heart just like dropped into my stomach and then I pooped it out. I was like, I got does that so offer nervous. Still stand? Does the offer still That's stand? Creepy. And I go, I go, who is this? And he's like, this is Jonathan or whatever he said. And I'm like, okay. So I hang up on him right away. Hang up. Another phone call. I answer. And I'm like, hello. And he's like, hey, uh, this is uh, Kevin. Just wondering if uh, if uh, you're still interested. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I go, hey, Kevin, who is this? Who is this for real? Like, And I started kind of like laughing and joking with the dude. And I was like, who is this? And he's like, oh, he's like, oh, did you post an ad on Craigslist? Craigslist? Yeah. On Craigslist? And I go, no. And he goes, oh, shit. Okay, that sucks. He's like, I'm going to send you the link right now. And I was like, okay. So this dude texts me the link. And um, he's like, you should take take your phone number off Craigslist. I was like, oh, shit. So I like go to the link. There is just a photo of a girl in a purple bikini, but no face. It's just boobs and like pelvis pelvic area mm-hmm. and and wait, wait. F- full okay not full boobs in a bikini no purple bikini purple bikini boobs yeah. okay got it like a hot bod and it said and there's like two pictures there's like one from the front and one from the back and it said looking for revenge sex on my boyfriend on my ex-boyfriend who just cheated on me first person to contact me gets it And I was like, oh, my God. And so I wake up my ex-boyfriend and I'm like, "Um, I don't know what to do right now. He's like, just turn your phone off. So I turned my phone off. In the morning, I had millions, like millions of messages. Also, who are these people looking for like sex on Craigslist? That's Bro, no, thank you. Gross. So then I'm like. I'm like, oh my God, this is the worst thing ever. So I go to T-Mobile in the morning and I'm like, how do I fix this? They're like, you just have to change your number. And I'm like, well, I don't want to do that. Like I've had this number for a while. I don't change my number. I leave it. I, I am not kidding you. Not kidding you. Probably until maybe three years ago, I still had one guy in my phone from that incident, like still calling for this. Still calling. 
like up until three years ago. And I had to put him in my phone number as do not answer Craigslist. And every once in a while, do not answer Craigslist would still call like this one guy who couldn't get over the revenge sex that he didn't no get. <laughs> way. And he would still call. And I'm like, bro, you know, that was not even a thing. Anyways. So a couple days go by. My phone's still like going off. I had Craigslist take that post down. It was fine after that, but people still had my number. So it was weird. Then another one comes up and I'm, I start getting all these random calls about a day bed for sale. And I'm like, what the fuck? Who is doing this to me? A I'm, day bed. People are like, is that I'm day bed still available? Pissed. No, listen to this. A week later, six puppies, free puppies. Who wants puppies? German shepherd puppies. And I start getting calls about German shepherd puppies. Um, I had to contact Craigslist a few times. They took down the post, whatever. And I, I, I eventually changed my number. So now I don't have that number anymore, obviously. But what the hell? Who did that? I don't know. You still don't know. I still have zero clue. So, so zero clue. Do you think there's some dude that wanted to date you that you pissed off? No, and, I, like, I think it was like an asshole friend. Like, not a real friend, but like a, a yeah. person that just wanted to fuck with me that I, I don't think anyone first, that first I knew all, at that time would do that, like just to be haha funny. Well, I think no it shit. was like a, a bully that didn't like me yeah. and just wanted to do something mean to me. What is wrong with people? I don't know. Okay. My Everything. first question is, A, I wish we knew who that person was. B, Craigslist sex. I know. People... Do you guys understand that people put put ads on Craigslist to advertise sex and they don't they don't get taken down? Like, how is that legal? Like, is, I, is that a, is that a freedom of speech thing? Because no, like, I don't think I, I think it does get taken down. But it's there. It's up there long enough to for people, for to, people get, to find it. Yeah. And people probably sure. refresh and look all the time and type in sex yeah. for keyword and whatever. I'm just I don't know. I'm just so I'm so mind blown. At the people that actually do that, they'll it's find, so they'll insane. look at an ad, they'll find a strange person saying revenge sex, and they'll be like, I'm down, and they'll roll up to that house and just do that. Interesting. Speaking of revenge sex, I have a really funny story. Oh boy, here we it go. It doesn't have to do with sex, but it has to do with almost sex. Let me just tell you the story. Okay. So, this is back, to be honest, I feel a little bit bad about doing this now. Uh -oh. I was 25. Uh -huh. It was me, Victoria, Ivy Indian, uh -huh. and... Tafik, right? It was like us four hanging out, having a good time. Uh -huh. And then Ivy was like, oh my God, let's make Tafik a um, Tinder profile. No, sorry. Oh, no. Yeah, let's make Tafik, no, a grinder profile. So we made Tafik a grinder profile and we put a picture of me like shirtless, like, you know, like oiled <laughs> up. And it was like new to the, like the bio said, like, I'm new to this, just looking for, look, looking for a quick, you know, quick fix or whatever. Oh, we no. did something like that. So I post this like crazy. Oh, so you're that guy. I am that guy. So you're the. Did you I, leak my phone number on I'm Craigslist? The, no, I'm the problem here. I knew I'm, you I'm admitting then. this. I'm the problem. I regret doing this, but the story is still too funny to not to just not talk about. Okay. So <laughs> Ivy takes a picture of me oiled up and shirtless, creates a grinder profile, and we want to say, let's see who just responds. Let's just see what kind of people respond, and we're just we're just curious. So, well, Grinder is what the the gay it's, Tinder. It's the gay Tinder, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, we started getting responses like crazy, right? So many people DM, oh, no. direct messaging us or messaging whatever. So, someone says, um, "Saw that you're saw that you're um, looking for some fun tonight. Uh, you know, like I can be I can be there in twenty minutes or whatever." Oh no. So. Ivy, Ivy was running the profile and she goes, yeah, great. She goes, pick me up here. She gave her address. No. I swear to God. No, and that's dangerous. I, well, I know it is. So she gave her address and then no. when, the car, when they said I'm out front to pick, to, to pick me up, right? The grinder guy. Tafik, in, in replace of me, goes to say that he's Matt. No. Tafik is a like much shorter, like scraggly Indian dude. Literally, like he has like full on facial hair. He he is much more brown than me and has like this kind of like scraggly, like black hair. It's not me. 
It's just it's not not me. the person that they're messaging. It's not the person they're messaging. So Tafik goes out there and says, I'm just going to go say that I think we named me like Nick, right? That was like the profile name. He goes, I'm just going to go out there and just say I'm Nick and see what happens. Tafik runs out there oh and we're God. all like watching from from the fence to see like what this person does. And Tafik goes, uh, goes to the guy and goes, hey, uh, are you are you so-and-so, right? And he goes, yeah, who are you? And he goes, I'm Nick. And then the guy goes, no, you're, you're not Nick. And he goes, no, I, I'm Nick. Yeah, I'm really embarrassed because, you know, like, I don't know. I just, I just don't, I just don't have abs and whatever he goes, but that, but you know, I mean, are you still down? And the guy goes, yeah, I'm down get in. And then, no! t- and then so Tafik opens the door. No, I swear to God to get in the car and then starts like pretending like he's super nervous. And he like, he like grabs his head and he goes, I, I man, I've just never done this before. And the guy's like, he goes, it's fine, man. We'll just go have some drinks and blah, blah, blah. And they were negotiating a little, a sex fest. In before our eyes. A sex And we were fest. like, this is insane. What's going on? So Tafik finally backed out and then shut the door and the guy drove off and came back. And we were like, well, like, holy shit. And it just made me think it is so crazy that people are just down for whatever. Well, okay. First of all. I also want to start by saying, guys, if you're listening to this, don't freaking do this shit. Don't do that. Don't I, do this. I'm admitting Right now, as a grown man, I'm like I, mad at you for doing. That. I don't like that I did that. I, I don't it. like it. When but, we were we were 25 and drunk, and my friend Ivy was like, "We have to take a picture of Matt and get on Grinder and like girls, see and see who hits us up." Girls can like get away with that stuff. They're like, "Let's do it. It's funny." And then you're like, "Haha, yeah, sure, okay, let's do yeah. it." We didn't actually think it was gonna probably go through, right? Like, yeah, you're just like, "Oh, this will just be funny. Let's see what messages we get." But then you actually get messages, and then you're like doing things and you're like oh shit like where are we now literally all i thought was they were going to use my picture to make a profile and like start chatting with guys and the girls were going to we're going to text with guys and like be and just do whatever girls want to do and have fun flirting with these guys right right you know people use my picture on tinder i i'm on bumble often so that's not really you no no why are you do you see what? Excuse me? Huh? How do you know that my profile's oh. on Bumble? Are you on Bumble? Oh. Why don't we address this right now? Uh, How do you know that my profile's on Bumble? I matched with you on Bumble the well, other day. Well, that was me. Oh. That is me. Do you want to go out sometime? Yes, I'd love to. Okay, Katie. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> no, wait, wait um, no, but for real, I, I, not Bumble, but Raya. So Raya is this, like, this, it's like a dating app. For people in the industry, uh, musicians, writers, actors, directors, creatives, and honestly, like, rich dudes <laughs> like, and supermodels. And, like, a lot of people, like, famous people are on Raya. But there, there is are a, a lot li- of... There are, there are A-list celebrities on there. I wouldn't say A-list. I've seen A-list. Actually, there are There A-list. are literally A-list celebrities on there. But anyways... There, so you have to be like accepted and all this stuff, right? Yeah. And like now, I think you actually have to pay to be a member of it and whatever. You have to like submit yourself and then they pick you and whatnot. So, uh, but my friends still see you on there. I have a great profile. Can I tell? Can I tell you why my profile no. stands out? Well, no, that's not the point. Like you still have one and you're an engaged man. I get rid of it. I, I should just delete it. Seriously? Actually, here. So sh- many sh- of my should friends. I delete it right now? So on a regular basis, they're like, can you explain why I see Matt on Raya every day? And I'm like, I don't know. I he just, he, it, it, it's kind of, I mean, I probably still have an account too. I've just never go on there. If you haven't deleted your account, it's still there. Yeah. I haven't signed into mine since we started dating three years ago. How many Raya dates did you go on? Three. Three? Three. Oh, I went on two. Did you? Yeah. I went on three Raya dates. But I knew the people. So like I saw people that I had met before. I I met one guy before and I was like, oh, what's up, dude? And then like we were like, what's up? And he's like, oh, let's go. Let's have a drink. And I was like, sure. And then we ended up like going and like so he was like a friend of a friend. One person was a complete stranger to me. And that was weird. Yeah. like That was so weird. I talked to him for so long and he was freaking just so nice and so cool. And I ended up like, I FaceTimed with him. So I knew it was him. Like I FaceTimed with him before I actually met him. Um, did you remain friends with any of these people? For a little bit. Yeah. I mean, 
I dated one of them. So like, oh wow, yeah, isn't that crazy that yeah. you actually I dated you it, but dated it someone was the person that I knew. Got it. Okay, it, it was the person. Actually, that you I know had what's funny is same with me. Of the three girls, two of them were friends of friends, and I yeah. had known who they were ish. Exactly, and they're like, oh yeah, you're friends of my friends and whatever, and we ended up like chatting first, going on dates. Yeah, obviously didn't work out, but. Um, and then one person was a complete stranger. Yeah. The one complete stranger to me, he was so awesome and so great. But then I brought him into a situation that was like my shit. Like mm -hmm. I brought him to a friend's house and it just didn't like that's where it didn't click. It was like we clicked in like when we were alone, it was like so fun and so like easy to hang. And like nothing even ever happened. Like I never kissed this guy like nothing like we just hung out a few times yeah and but yeah it was it was interesting so I was looking at something the other day and I realized that if if I was born in the like 50s ish okay. time I would 100% I would have dated Rod Stewart 100% <laughs> This is very random. Why is that? I look like all of his ex-girlfriends and wives. I feel like I have this similar vibe. I would have been Rod Stewart, one of Rod Stewart's exes for sure. Let me see. I would have been. 60s, 70s. I don't even know. When, like when I'm, I'm really bad with like decades and shit, but I would have, I would have dated Rod Stewart. I'm just saying it. I'm just, I got to say it. Rod Stewart's girlfriends. Who are they? Okay. One for one. Absolutely. Two for two. Yes. Okay. See? No, you honestly. So, I mean, yeah, I totally get it. I, I know. Like a big, I have a big smile. I big eyes and a yes. little nose. Holy shit. That he just dates chicks with like little noses and big eyes. That's me. Um, You know what mine would be? Hmm. I think if I was out and about. Just, Whose ex would you be from the 70s? Dating in the 70s. Mm-hmm. Me and Farrah Fawcett would be an item. Okay, why? Well, she's she's hot. Uh, well, that's not the reason. Oh, I gotta look. Hold on one second. I need to look. Yeah, does Farrah does uh, Farrah Fawcett is she interested in men like me? Farrah Farrah Fawcett. Fawcett. It Fawcett cannot possibly be a real last name. Everything but the kitchen faucet. I'm so sorry. Hey, Farrah Farrah. Here we go. Oh my God. You 100% would have been Farrah Fawcett's ex. Really? Lover. Why? She dates guys that look like me? She dates guys that have huge heads. Hey. Huge heads. Well, I mean, they I all guess look like thumbs. That, that is accurate. Do you understand the day that I go bald, I'm just going to be a thumb. I'm going to be a walking thumb. You're going to be the hottest thumb on earth. Cutie. But here's what I'm going to do. Hmm. I'm going to be real with you. First of all. Shave it. Yeah. Oh. I'm not going to be like the Larry David guy that has the side hair. Can you, first of all, guys out there that, that have are a Christmas wreath that around <laughs> their freaking heads. What is a that? Hair wreath. They're completely bicked bald on top and they keep the sides and back. Just buzz it off. It just, it, it looks better. You would 100% be Farrah Fawcett's ex lover. Really? Look at this guy with his giant smile and his, and his giant head. Yeah. Wow. And You're she's right. so hot. So guys, I'm talking to all my homies out there. Listen, Sorry. it's okay. inevitable. 90% of us are going to go bald, okay? Whether it's in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, whatever, you're going to go bald. So if you have that little, that wreath of hair that just goes around <laughs> the sides and back, just buzz it. I love Farrah Fawcett's husband. I don't even know who he is, but he, I'm just, sorry. I'm looking a, at him and like, he's such a bun and he's so, he, he looks like he's filled with joy. He's a big, and he's really handsome. No, he's really handsome. Oh, good. Oh my God. Wait, I love him. Okay. Anyways, I'm done. Okay. But wait, can you, can you, well, speaking of Rod Stewart. Yeah. That brings me to my hall pass. Ariel's hall pass. Woo! I want to talk about hall passes real quick. My hall pass for this week or maybe today would have to be Rod Stewart's daughter, Ruby Stewart, okay. who I actually know. And who is a friend of mine. She's the sweetest, hottest, has a great voice. I mean, obviously, if you're coming from Rod Stewart, then you're probably good at stuff. Yeah. She's amazing. 
I just really like her. And if you don't know who she is, you should look her up. She's in a band. Um, and there, uh, she's just a freaking uh, hot babe. What's her name again? Ruby Stewart. Ruby Stewart. She's a hot babe. And like, I don't know. And every you're friends time, with her. Yeah. She's I've a hot known babe. her for a long time. Weirdly, I went to her 16th birthday and she probably doesn't even know that. Oh my God. I went with a friend and I was just like at Ruby Stewart's 16th birthday. And I was like, well, okay. You know, what also is funny is you were like best friends with Spencer Pratt back in the day. And you're not sure if he remembers that either. Yeah. I have zero. Well, Ruby <laughs> knows that we're friends. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. I talked to Ruby, like, you know, just we direct message all the time yeah. and send each other nice messages on Instagram. But no, I used to be best friends with Spencer Pratt. Which back then, uh, in like 2005, 2006, maybe 2007, I maybe I don't even know when that was. That, yeah, no, 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 2004, five, 2005. Oh, no way. That's when I was friends with Spencer Pratt. That was but way before he was famous. I was friends with him. Got it. Way, way, way before. So he was just a dude from the Palisades. Yeah. Okay. He was a dude from the Palisades, and I remember him telling me all about how him and Brody Jenner were going to have a show called Princes of Malibu. And I was like, wow, that's cool. And then it actually came out and had like a couple episodes on MTV or something. Yeah. Or, yeah, MTV. I can't remember, but. Um, it came out and then it like quickly got canceled and, and then I was still friends with him. We, we were friends for a long time and I don't know if he remembers me. I don't, he has to. Well, like, here's the thing. It's okay. just weird. Cause when I talk to him, he's like, you're so funny. You're, I love your Instagram videos. And I'm like, bro, you know, we used to be best friends, right? Yeah. So, it's okay. So no, that's funny. what I'm saying. Think about this. Or maybe he's just different. It's hard for him to communicate that because now he likes my Instagrams. No. Honestly, ask him. You have to ask him. Say, dude, I know you know who I am now I have. through Instagram, but do you remember us back then being friends? I, I actually did. A couple years ago, he like messaged me on Instagram and I was like, you know, we used to be friends, right? And he was like, yes, bro. Oh my God. But you're so funny. I'm like, was I not funny? Like back in then? 2004? <laughs> yes, I was. Anyways. That's so crazy to think because so back in 2007, when I worked for Nordstrom, all these celebrity guys would always come into the men's department and I would help them. And Gavin DeGraw kept coming in. I love him. And I loved Gavin DeGraw. I loved his music. I still do. He's awesome. And fast forward, like, you know, I got to know him a little bit as the dude who sold him his jeans at Nordstrom. True religion. Fast forward to literally like. Was he a true religion or a seven? He liked, I think, true religion. Oh, yeah. I know it's unfortunate. Wow. I don't know if I like his music anymore. I know. You know what? Screw that guy. Yeah. You know what? Let's stop talking about him. He's right. disgusting. I'm just kidding. I love no, him Gavin, so much. No, Gavin, we love you. Oh, cherry. Yeah. You're Oh, walking down upon this thing. Oh, cherry. I'm singing out loud to guide me. No, isn't isn't that the song that goes? Yes. myself, we lost We should stop before everyone tunes out. This watermelon. Oh, nothing from the ground is good enough. Okay. Okay. Gavin, first of all, we're fans. We love you. Um, My story was what I was trying to say is I knew him back then because I knew him because he was famous. I was just the freaking Nordstrom. You were just the jeans boy. I was the jeans boy at Nordstrom. What size are you? He shouldn't remember me. You're a a 32. Let me get you a 40. (laughs) I didn't sound like that. All I right. was not. I was cool. Whatever. I was like, I was like, yeah, what's up, dude? Like, you know, like, truly religion, seven jeans. What are you looking for, bro? And he'd be like, ha, you're the best. You know what I'm saying? Anyway. Okay. Fast forward. Uh, he started commenting on my Instagram posts recently. <gasps> yes, and so we started it. communicating through Instagram. And I wonder 
if he remembers me from back then. I know. Or if he's or if I'm just a completely brand new person. To have him. you ever asked him? I have not asked him. Oh my god, you have to ask him. I want to ask because him because people remember people like you. You are so nice to people. You're chill. P- people freaking love Matt Cutchell. Like people Thanks, remember sweetheart. you. That's and very sweet. You, you're, and I, it's so cool because it's so funny. Like I'll have friends of mine be like, I don't know if he remembers me, but like we used to hang out in like the Warped Tour days. And I'm like, really? Oh my God. But, and you usually do remember them, but well, it's, but it's, it's, yeah. yeah but it's I do want to say that everyone remembers you. No, I, I do. That's very sweet of you. I do want to say in his situation of being a dude who works in the industry who meets, think about how many people like him meet every single day. Yes. He but- does a concert and he has the grip guy and the lighting guy and then he, and, and the music guy. And then he goes to the studio and meets five people. I then wonder he does this. if he feels your, uh, he, I want, he probably feels like, why do I know this guy? For sure. He must just be like an old homie from like the club back in the day. Yes, for sure. That is where I see people and I'm like, I used to either go to Ledoux, which was a poppin' club back in the day. Oh my like, oh, it was the best. It was like I would either go to Ledoux and like see this girl, or I worked with her modeling, or she just served me food at freaking Chick-fil-A. I don't yeah. know. You know, like I don't know where I know people from, but I know I know I always remember faces. Like I wonder, so back in Warp Tour, I remember my band guys all knew Demi Lovato and I kind of knew her from being the singer in the band, but I never really parted with them that much. She was on our tour bus a a few times, like hanging out with us. Yeah. And I have zero clue if I went up to her right now, like I would want to go up to Demi and be like, Hey, what's up? But I'd be embarrassed because if she didn't know who I was, you wouldn't want to be like, I'm like, Hey, remember I was in that band. (laughs) Like, I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. And what's weird is there are so many people like that. Well, I'm like, You know what's the worst is you actually did hang out with her a few times. You have the right to do that. My one situation that I was like, I'm probably going to either be, I'm either going to be embarrassed right now or like he's going to totally remember who I am. But so Chase Crawford used to date my old roommate Mm -hmm. back in the day, Mm -hmm. literally 2007. And I had only, he stayed the night at our place like a couple times. And I only, I only knew him through my roommate back then. Through walks of shame. Through walks of shame. Um, (laughs) We went out like twice. So I had only partied with him twice, but we, we became buds those couple nights, right? Yeah. But then again, we were also drunk and out and young and like, I don't know, whatever. So fast forward, this is before Gossip Girl. He gets Gossip Girl. He books it. He goes and becomes a, a TV superstar. Cause yeah, so famous. When Gossip Girl was in its prime, he was an A-list celebrity. Yes. Like he was the man. And yeah. he was like dating Carrie Underwood and like all these famous girls and whatnot. Wow. So then this is probably five years later. I go to this uh, this bar or club and he's there. And I'm like, I know we only had two nights out, but I but we be, we were buds those nights. Yeah, is for he sure. going to remember who I am? So I walked up. And I go, and I'm like, I'm like, Chase, um, I was like, what's up, dude? I like, honestly, and, I'm cringing dude, right I, now. I'm cringing too. I'm cringing. I walk up. But I also love it because like, why not? You yeah. had, you had a connection with that person. But keep this in mind too. You're also really good at knowing if you have a connection with someone or not. And I knew that we did. Yeah, I knew that exactly. we hit it off enough for him to remember me. I wasn't like a, I wasn't one guy in a group of 10 that were like, yeah. that just shook his hand. Like we partied that night. Yeah. So I walk up and he uh everyone has been staring at him because he's like the thing at the moment like the it guy and everyone's trying to talk to him and i finally like find a break and i was like i have to say hi because if i don't and he remembers me he's gonna say what the fuck didn't matt come say hi (laughs) you know (laughs) so i walked up unsure and i was like hey chase um and he like smiled and i was like uh i was like dude i was like it's matt i don't know if you remember me from but and i started trying to explain myself and he goes Matt, shut the fuck up. Come here, dude. And he literally Aww. like gave me a hug. And he's like, dude, good That's to see sweet. you. And I was honest. I was like, bro, you're so famous right now. Yeah. I had zero clue if you would remember who I am. Yeah. Because you're so famous now. And I hung out with you twice, but I see you everywhere. Magazines, yeah. TV, this and that. But you don't get to see me. So you're not reminded of me every day. Yeah. And you know what would have sucked is if you didn't say hi and he would have been like, He'd be like, oh, sick. That dude's too cool for me. Like, that's happened totally. to me. Yes, yes, Where, yes. like, I've been in situations and someone's like, hey, Ariel. And I'm like, you're saying hi to me right now? 
like you're you shouldn't be remembering me yeah like what but then it's always so sweet and i'm like why why don't we do that if you've seen someone at church if you've seen someone at a club if you've seen someone somewhere and you feel like saying hi who cares if they don't remember you make them remember you this time like yeah. i actually love when people are like hey but not if it's like some distant bullshit like hey i'm cousins with your friend whose cousin is my brother's sister's wife yeah and you're like okay shut 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 up but oh but if it's not that and you genuinely had a connection with someone you're like hey like sorry sorry to interrupt i just want to say what's up that is nice. Like that I, always makes me feel really way, good. By the way, I really appreciate people that have the right approach of saying hi, where they're not expecting anything from you. Yeah, you just they go, say, What's "Hey, up? like, I'm not sure if you remember me, but like, we hung out back then at the I shoot, love it. and I just wanted to say hello." That's so sweet because whether you remember them or not, yeah, you just it's nice. Like, say hello. Yeah, but you're right. Like, I I swear to God, I've had probably three people now on face one on Instagram, maybe a couple on Facebook to say, "I'm your cousin." And I'm like, no, you're not. I actually met my cousin like that. I'm like, and you're she not, actually I was, like, was my cousin. Really? Yeah. She DM'd me on Twitter, I think. And she said, I'm your cousin. And I looked <laughs> at her and I knew her last name. And I was like, wait, she either like made this fake account to be my cousin or she is. And we reconnected with that whole side of my family. No shit. Because of that girl who DM'd me. And like. She really is my cousin. Like she's my, she's actually my cousin's daughter. So, okay. Here's my question. I want to know your thoughts on this. Okay. Cause I might have a different idea of this than you. Uh oh. Because that stranger that you had no clue mm-hmm. says I'm your cousin. It's one eleven. Sorry. Do you feel the need to write back? No, not no. write back, but in, well, yes, engage, be, be family with them. And they're now your family. Do I feel the need do, to? Do you feel like you're supposed to give, let them in? Well, no. I mean, I think it's like one of those things that I knew that if this really was the person that they said they were, my mom would be really happy to connect with her mom. Okay, got so it. So I was like, oh, like, wait, is it? And then I looked her up. I did like deep dive research. Like I didn't just, I wasn't like, hey, what's up, girl? Like, let's yeah. hang out. Like, no. She was like super young too. She was like a little kid. Is this the family that we went and hung with the other day? No. No, okay. No, no. Or the other the other year, oh, I don't know when um, that was. No. But she was there. Mm. She was there, the girl that messaged me. Wow. But, but but she's now part of she's now hanging with them. Yeah. With our side of the family that we've actually hung out with. Like and maybe we would have connected some other way, but it, she just reached out. It was cool. Anyways, I don't feel that just because someone is connected as a distant cousin that you should feel the need to like let them in your life because no, I and, and by the way absolutely not I don't want to sound weird when I say this and I have no other way of saying this but when people get any sort of recognition or any sort of following or any sort of fame from TV or whatever when you become a recognizable person people come out of the woodworks to say I'm your cousin I'm your great uncle I'm this yeah. I'm that yeah. and then it and then they build that relationship and then they ask for help or money or this or that like it happens all the time. Yeah, totally. I've had this happen with a couple people who like are my cousins and have tried so hard to like reach out and hang out and we haven't had relationships for so long, right? And it's like, listen, like I love everybody, I respect everybody, but like I just don't have I just don't have it in me to make new relationships. I just Well, it's like you would if if it was the right if it was a perfect connection if it was a perfect connection yeah. or if it was you know convenient like yes but like i don't feel the need to find out that someone's my distant cousin that i've never heard their name or know who they are mm-hmm. i don't feel the need to have to let them into my life mm-hmm. and i've even reached out and i if i've had some of these people be like like it's so fucked up that you don't this and that and respond whatever and i've called my twin brother and i've said hey twin brother have any of these people oh, reached out to you interesting. and said, we're family, we're supposed to be hanging out, blah, blah, blah. He goes, no. And oh I said, my God. So I said, oh, that's interesting. So you're telling me these people who are using the cousin card and trying to hang out with me haven't even reached out to you to hang out. Your twin brother. Which tells me they only want to hang out with me because I have followers on fucking Instagram. Weird. Think about that. I don't like it. Anyway, I, like I want to wrap up on that. Yeah, you wanted to talk about like fan it. questions, right? Let's let's get to that before I flip out. 
fan questions. Oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, I'm going to try to ha- harmonize. Fan questions. That was nice. That was a better one. That was really good. Okay, cool. I felt that. Okay. Let's get to it. What are both your non-negotiables in a partner? Something that you are like, nope, I need this. I need this. Either like, like, uh, let's put it this way. I a non-negotiable is humor. I have to have someone that makes me laugh. Yes. There you go. I have to have fun with someone. And some people don't need that. Some people are like, oh, I just want to like really trusting, loyal person. I of course want that stuff too, but I, out of anything, I have to have someone actually shit. I also really like that. Like we can pray together. I love that. I too. have to have that too. Yeah. Ooh. I think, so which I one, think, well, well, I think, well, you, by the way, they can both be non-negotiable. Oh, you need someone that can make you laugh and you need someone that, that, that you can, can pray talk, with and talk about your faith. Yes. I love that. And by the way, I'm the same. I'm going to say a big one for me is I need someone who trusts me and isn't jealous. And by the way, you can have your moments of showing some jealousy. I can understand and respect that. But there's so many people in relationships where their significant other is constantly jealous and looking at their phone and snooping. I would be gone in a second if that happened. If that happened and I got into a relationship and my girlfriend was always jealous, I would just be like, hey, listen, I'm sorry, I can't. I'm good. I'm a human being. And if I'm out and I'm and I want to talk to or a female wants to talk to me because they just want to say hi or I have like whatever. I, I just can't have jealousy. Yeah, that's it's non-negotiable. Oh, all right. Calm down. Do not try to negotiate with me right now. I was now. just wondering who that girl was that came up to us at breakfast the other day. That's all. Oh, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, no, that didn't know. happen. We're in I quarantine. For We're in quarantine. Five months. <laughs> and we also live in the middle of nowhere. Woo! Yeah, that was a joke. No, I'm very. Yeah, I. Well, good thing I'm. I don't give a shit if you cheat on me. All right, next hey, question. Hey, you're supposed to give a shit. Hey. No, I'm kidding. I, I'm just not like that because I trust you so much. And like, if you gave me any reason to believe that you were like doing shady shit, then I would just ask you. For sure. But I would never just be like, I'm going to go through his email. Like, I I would feel so nasty doing that. I would too. I just think that makes me cringe. I'd rather ask you. And then if you're weird, I'd be like, well, then let me see. So what would happen if I said, hey, cutie, I'm going out for meetings for the day. Okay. That's all I tell you. And you know, I actually do that. Like when we're not in quarantine, I go to meetings and I do shit. Yeah. And what would you do if one of your girlfriends, not one of your close, close girlfriends, but one of your girlfriends that you, that you have a relationship with texts you and says, Hey girl, I just want to kind of reach out because I saw Matt sitting with uh, a really pretty girl at, at toast Mm -hmm. and they were having coffee and like, like, I don't know. I just thought you should know. What would you say to her? I would say, first of all, this sounds like a gosh darn amazing Gossip Girl episode. Okay. Um, And then I would say, oh, thanks. Thanks. That's probably just like someone he's working with. That's what I would say to that person. Because that person doesn't need to know all my business, especially if they're not my good friend. Okay. Then I would text you when, whenever. I would probably just text you and just be like, what are you doing? And then if you said, oh, I'm at Jack in the Box going through the drive-thru, I'd be like, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you lied because my so, friend just saw you, what, so then now, I would just be like. So here's my response. Ready? Yeah. Let's just play it through. Okay. So you text me and you say, what are you doing? Okay. I grab my phone. Yeah. Because I'm sitting at lunch with this female. Sure. That's all that we have so far. Totally. I text you and I say, in a meeting. Okay. And then you say what? And I say, okay, call me after. Okay. So then I leave. Okay. It's 45 minutes later. I leave and I say, hey, cutie, what's up? I call you. Hey, cutie, what's up? Hi, cutie. What are you doing? Uh, I just left the meeting. Um, now heading to chat with Jack about this thing. And then I'm going to tr- probably ride out traffic and go to Soho House and sit for a little bit. Cute. What was your meeting about? What'd you do? Um, I'm doing this thing for emo's not dead. And I met with this PR girl who wants to, she works for like slate PR and she wants to, uh, help me like push the emo's not dead stuff. Oh my God. That's so sick. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess call me later. Okay. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye.
Easy. Literally, that's what would happen. I know. Because I would have my answer. I don't have to be like, is she pretty? Like, I don't exactly. give a shit if she's pretty. No. I hope she's pretty. I hope she has a good job. I hope she makes you lots of money by promoting your thing. Yeah. Cool. I don't give a shit. You're but, coming home to me and hey, I'm making you oatmeal, bitch. Damn right, girl. Sorry. But now listen to this, though. What? Now, the I don't want to say the average. I don't want to put this on the average person, but I hear well, no, so many cheater. stories where <laughs> no, not the cheat. Well, yeah, in the I'm in the guy situation, yes. But I've hear so many stories where the girl mm-hmm. would say, "Oh, what the fuck are you doing?" And the guy's like, "I was at a meeting." She goes, "Was it a girl?" And they go, "Yeah." Yes. Yeah, and no, they say, "Was she can't... pretty?" And then the guy goes, "I don't know. I guess so." You and can't then it becomes approach, a thing. You can't approach a situation that you aren't therefore like if you hear through a friend of a friend of a friend that your dude's out with someone like you can't approach it like that no you got to be like hey what are you doing like if you get your answer with just a couple questions what are you doing then cool and like also if someone said that to me i probably wouldn't even have you call me i'd probably wait until you got home and i'd say Look at what blah, blah, blah said to me. Yeah. I, that's actually what I would no, do. No, no, I know you would because <laughs> we are that open. Now, speaking of, there was a question here I, I wanted to, if that's okay. Yeah. Do you have one queued up? Because I have one that goes into, Cue it, my, into this. it, my baby man. Someone says, hang on, let me get to it. Whose farts smell worse? Is that the one Just you're Just let's answer to? that quickly. Go ahead. Mine. Yours. Duh. Okay. I had to exit the room last night. Someone wrote, wrote this. Do you take someone back if they cheat on you? I want to ask you that question first. What? That is a great question. It's a good question, but I, I mean, I don't know. I feel like it depends on the situation. Cause so like people make mistakes. Okay. Mm-hmm. People make mistakes. If you have kids with someone and they cheat on you and they come back to you and they go, I made a horrible mistake. And I honestly like, you know, they do it in a way that like, I mean, the situation has to be honestly seamless. Mm-hmm. Like it has to yeah. be perfect almost. Yeah. <laughs> because like they I, have I to A, make it up to you. B, if you have kids with that person and you want that person to be in your life and you don't want to hold a grudge towards them and you're just like, look, we can work through this. I know you can work through things. People can change. People, pe- people deserve second chances. But if that person is like known for cheating and did this multiple times and I mean, I'm not saying if you're dating someone, and they cheat on you. Bye. So what hear me out. I think, I believe, typically it's a, a if a guy's a cheater, they're a cheater in multiple relationships. If you knew that your guy cheated before, and then yeah. you date him and give him a shot anyway, and he cheats on you one time, and he says, "I'm so sorry, I'll not have, never happen again." Well, guess what? If, You've already cheated twice yeah. on the girl before me and on me. Goodbye. Yeah. Um. I agree with you. I think it depends on the situation. Me as a guy, if I found out one time that something happened, there'd be like a there'd be a bigger issue there. Yeah. And I would say I would sit down, you know, and I'd say, what's going on? Yeah. Do you love somebody else? How this happened? I'd want to know the, the detail because everyone has their own story. Cheating is wrong. I'm not even yeah. agreeing with it. But like, I think everyone it does deserve a second chance, but you really have to but kind of... But it's also like you don't want to give them a second chance before they do it. So it's like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I would never be like, oh, I would 100% give them a second chance. That's not, that's not true. Yeah. It would depend on the exact situation and where I'm at in my life and who, who this person is to me. And I mean, obviously that's a horrible thing and oh God, I don't know. Anyway... So I, I kind of want to quickly answer that question for the fan who said, do you give a cheater a second chance? Depends. It is very situational. I don't know your situation. If you love this person and he loves you and he's good to you and you're good to him and you believe this is a one-time slip-up, then I oh, would just... I even hate... Then I would just say, go to make make him go to counseling with you or make him go to like a therapy with you, a therapy session with you and just say, hey, how do we work through this? I am not a professional. I can't give you advice other than I do believe in situations people do deserve second chances. But That's I what I want to say. I also think that it depends on the person who gets cheated on. Because if you can, like, that would be a tough one to get over. So, like, if you can live your life and just, like, oh God, that's you know, a tough one. Anyways. I want to I admit something. Uh-oh. And I want to admit it on the podcast. Oh, God. I have... Never cheated on you. Oh, 
Why would you, what do you think I was going to say? Well, why would you admit that? Oh, I don't know. I thought we were. Because I know you didn't. Okay, cool. Well, anyway. Jeez, cutie. <sighs> I want to admit something. No, you don't I, admit I, 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 I that you've never done I need to come clean about something. Okay. I have never cheated on you. Oh, okay, good, because I thought you did. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> <laughs> God, you my heart is beating. Could you imagine approaching people like that? Can I admit something to you right now? Like, yeah, I've never cheated on you. Yeah, I hope so, you yeah. fuckhead. Okay. All right, Jeez. anyways. Um, I've said the fuck bomb now. That was my fourth time, so sorry, guys. Reality. This is real life. Reality. Let's wrap this up like a burrito and Tell get the, people- the beans out of here. <laughs> Tell the people what? Did you just make that up? Yeah. Did you make that up? Yes. Let's wrap up like a burrito. Let's wrap this up like a burrito and get the beans out of here. That's what I just said. I just said yeah, it but as it's a joke. Genius. That is that doesn't even make sense. But get it the- sounds great. I love it. Yeah, let's wrap this up like a burrito and get the beans out of here. Okay. Oh, I love that. Actually, I, I just made so up a much. cool saying. You guys should start saying that. We're um, gonna be selling merch with that on it pretty soon. So Ariel's new saying, let's wrap it up like a burrito and get the beans out of here. I think that's so cute. I think it's wonderful. And we should do like something with Chipotle about that. Oh my God. Um, Sponsor us Chipotle. Guys, thanks for listening to another episode of Riled Up where we talk about anything and everything from me sharding my pants in front of four girls at a friend's cabin to our romantic proposal and love life. (gasps) Are we going to talk about our proposal Yes. Why don't we, in one of the next episodes, we will discuss our proposal because I worked so damn hard on this proposal. I know. I worked so hard. You guys, I spent one year on this proposal. Don't give it away. I'm not going to give it away. You guys will have to stay tuned. In the next couple episodes, we will discuss. All right, let's go ahead and wrap up like a burrito and get the beans out of here. Hey, that's my saying. Okay, guys, love you. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye.